Congratulations! You countered my move. You passed the test. It wasn't much of a test. Ugh! You have no idea what an honor it is to be chosen as my enemy. It's a really big deal! I thought I'd found an opponent to match wits with. But you're just another lunatic in a costume. Madness is the more interesting choice. Logic and order are so predictable. Unless I make a logical decision to do something insane. Welcome to the One Best Podcast, Backcast. I'm your host, Andrew Kimby, alongside... Andrew Karachi. That's just weird. <laughs> Turning the tables this week. So what do we have in store here? Oh, this I have to do the, this part. Okay, fine. I can play ball. Um, today we will be <laughs> discussing three episodes of Batman Beware... Wait, Beware the Batman. I'm not. I'm on the spot, so I don't really know the names of the episodes because you have that in front of you. But okay, uh, yes, I I can do the names of the episodes. <laughs> the three episodes this week are ep- epitaph. I, I'm just going with that's how you say it. I don't I don't know. Twist and alone. These are, <laughs> alone these are in the dark. These are our final three episodes. Of Beware yeah, the it, Batman, and it's it's quite it's quite depressing almost. It's the era is coming to an end. The thing so that de- almost was. It's so depressing. I feel like I need to put fifty-two more hours in at work. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Don't go crazy here now. <laughs> uh, this time I won't fall out of my lift. But um, with that said, uh, so yeah. That's it's weird. I, I'm I'm totally thrown off because I didn't do the intro and you did it. So I always feel like I forget what my role is in this spot. Well, let's we're we're usually, back to our we're back to our roles now. Just carry on as, back, as no, we're back to our roles. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so uh, before we before we get into the beware of the Batcast, a uh, couple of news of the show. So uh, the next five weeks, five seven weeks. Sorry. We will be covering the live-action Batman films. So that includes uh, Batman, or as some people refer to it as Batman 89. So Batman 89, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, which will conclude that, uh, that, that saga, and then move into the Nolan films of Batman Begins, uh, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Uh, how excited are you to get into these great live-action Batman films where you get to see the, the world's greatest detective not do detective work. Yeah, this, it's, it's, it's going to be a harsh change of pace from our basically walk it, watching detective Batman to watching act, like action hero Batman. Yeah, it's, it's, I know. It's going to be interesting. It's, but yeah. I, I guess it's all forms of Batman exist. Yep. So we'll we'll dive into that. We'll try to keep a. I will try to keep an open mind because I'm not a fan of most of these films. Uh, 
I do like Batman 89 for nostalgic purposes, and I do like Batman Begins because I felt like it set up a good... Uh, it was a step in the right direction and set something interesting up. I just... I'm, And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I am just not a big fan of The Dark Knight. And I know a lot of people just... Uh, that They consider that the best superhero movie of all time. And I... I'm just not a fan of it. And I'll have, and we'll talk about it when we get into that movie, but like, yeah. So yeah, and I, your... it's been probably at least a couple of years since I've seen any of the Batman movies. So it's going to be uh, a pretty good refresher for me as why well, as well. Well, you're not it's really familiar a... with the first run as much, right? Like the first, the first set of films. I, rem- I remember. I've, I know except I've except seen them, right? Yeah, I've seen parts of 89, and I've seen the other three. I feel like I've seen parts of them, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I was really young when I saw them. I don't know. Like, if any, I remember the probably the Miss, Mr. Freeze Poison Ivy one the most. Oh, that was the worst one. That's probably the one I remember the most out of those ones. You know that oh, in the animated series, you know, you know, in the animated series, they did the reanimation, right? In like 99. Do you know why they did that? Why? Because they wanted to distance themselves from the movies. Because when they created the Batman the animated series character, the one with the old uh, like WB logo in the middle, they wanted him to look like the Batman from Batman 89. Because Warner Brothers wanted those two to be almost, like, the same. But the show has nothing to do with the movie, and it's a completely different Batman. So, like, they when they did the reanimation, they wanted to, they wanted all their characters not to look like the characters from the movies. Hmm. Except the Penguin looked a little more like Danny DeVito. Well, no, the Penguin looked more like Danny DeVito in the first animation, and then when they reanimated him they actually he actually looked more like a person less than a penguin an actual penguin anyways that's a little uh nuggets and tidbits on that we also have uh our our new podcast show called would i think last week we called it the review but are we going to change the name of it we're going to call it the dumping ground and uh, no, we'll, i i feel like we'll just stick with the review <laughs> I like the dumping ground, but no, it just sounds like something you listen to while you take a shit. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll but, see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I feel, I feel like the review sounds a little more refined. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna click on a podcast called the dump. <laughs> or maybe but, they uh, do. Who knows? But yeah, that'll be Nightmare Before Christmas. That should be coming out in a couple of weeks. Right around Christmas is probably when we're going to do that one. Uh, so take a uh, keep on a lookout for that. Uh, any other news we want to talk about before we get into the second part of our opening of the show? Like how I did that? We do have an email. Send us questions. Onebestpodcast at gmail.com. Well, yeah, that that was part of the second part of the show. Okay, I'm just I don't know I'm just throwing it out there. We can't we can any always news. Just... 
Any news on the show? Anything you want to talk about that you can think of that before I move on? No, I feel like you're acting like I'm supposed to be. I feel like you're trying to make me remember something that I don't know what you're talking about, though. (laughs) I feel like you're being really defensive right now, and it's uh, making the podcast very hostile. I, I maybe it's better hostile. You don't know. Call it the hostile dumping ground. <laughs> Jesus <Review>. Christ! Oh God! <laughs> the review of the hostile dumping ground. What? What? What is happening? <laughs> just the just the name gets longer every single week into more and more ridiculous title. You know, uh, you've seen the South Park movie Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, right? Yes. You know the first song where. Uh, how the song just keeps building up and how terrible that town is. Like it's uh, the white trash uh, redneck mountain town. And they keep adding a, uh, a thing to it each verse almost to the point yep. where at the very end, it's like this really long jargon sentence that could be mm-hmm. our podcast. Damn. <laughs> but with that, let's get into the uh, questions. Any questions today on the po- uh, for the podcast? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the mailbag segment. Gotta- no, we we have received no emails. Please, <laughs> please send us. Please send us emails. I mean, like come anything. on. We, we gave you. We're giving you guys a segment for it. <laughs> Just like anything, like. If you just want, if you, you had a bad day at work and you want to vent, just send me the email and we'll discuss your terrible work day. I don't, I don't care at this point. Right. Send us, send it's, us something. We want to know that, there's, like, please, we want to know someone out there exists and is actually listening to us. Just send me an email that says yes, I'm listening. And what and is I'll, the email called? One best podcast at gmail.com. So one best podcast. So all you people that are sending your emails to the one best podcast, we're not getting those ones. So make sure it says one best podcast. All right. And then uh, we're going to go into Andrew's favorite segment of the show where we, we had three new likes to the page. And so we call this uh, Andrew stocks our listeners um, segment. For the record, that's you, Andrew, not me, Andrew. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure this is mostly your idea. So, our first, uh, our first like uh, is from Alan Sandoval. Alan Sandoval is from Morris, Illinois. I'm not familiar with Morris. I don't even know. I don't really know Illinois that well, uh, being from Wisconsin, but. So not too far off. Studied at Iowa State University. He's followed by 20 people and has 415 friends. Now this is where Andrew decides, is this a real person? That, that sounds like a real person. Do you need more information? No, I feel like I feel like fake accounts don't put a college in, and they usually have thousands and thousands of friends. Like, 400 seems like a reasonable amount of friends. His latest post is a post of the Joker movie in Spanish. 
Interesting. That was on November 19th. Okay. Okay. And then another post on November 4th of 2020, how it started with a little dog sitting at a table, and then a dog sitting at the table with an I voted sticker on him. And then on September 29th, he's got a, a Pokemon post. So it doesn't seem like he's very active, but I think this is a real person. I don't know what you mean. He just had three posts there. I have never posted on my Facebook. He is a lot more active than me. He has family members, too. Huh. So Frankly, this- I feel like if you looked at my Facebook page, I would argue that I'm not a real person. Oh, this is kind of cool. So under, I'm looking under under his likes. The very first thing on there is Batcast Weekly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So that's Alan Sandoval. Send us a message at One Best Podcast at Gmail dot com, and uh, we'll read it on here on the air. Since you're a big fan of the show, or just a big fan of the the page. Or just, um, just comment on the page. You can comment on the comment, page, right? Yeah. You found the like the button page. there. You found the like, the like button, button, so you know where it is. Just just throw a comment on there. Why not? Next guy we, is. We want this. We want this to be a two-way street here. We will. We would like. We would like to hear what you guys have to say. David Slaughter from Mesa, Arizona. No, he lives in Mesa, Arizona. He's from. Uh, Lauren, Ohio. Lorraine, Ohio. Okay. And his last post was October 13th, 2019 of Ghost Rider. A picture of Ghost Rider. Okay. um, That he uses for his back page. So he hasn't used Facebook in a long, in almost over a year. Except to um, like us. But there's no, there's nothing else. His, his other post is a picture of himself, which he uses as a picture for himself. Uh, he has no friends. And his likes, well, he went to Westward High School in Arizona. And... He does have a job. I'm not going to read that part. So, is this a real person? Hmm. I don't know. Zero friends is kind of a red flag there. Yeah, but... Does have a picture of Ghost Rider. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just going to go with a real person. So Andrew thinks you're fake, David. So prove him wrong. Email onebestpodcast at gmail.com. Like, is it, is it slaughter? Like, like I, I just slaughtered a bunch of people. Is that how it's spelled? S-L-A-U-T-E-R. I, I don't know how it's, I don't know how regular slaughter is spelled. S-L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, then. And then another like from Sergio Rojas. And I know how to pronounce that last name because that is 
a really common last name in baseball. Okay. This person okay. works at Hardee's. And doesn't have a city where he's from, but has 952 friends. Um, the picture is a picture of a bat, a bat logo, which is cool. Last post was February 1st of last year, or this year, I guess, technically speaking. And it's an advertisement. Tap two, number one earning network for you. He has that on there too. Again. And mm. then comparing Batman to Kobe Bryant. It's kind of an interesting comparison. So, and. Hey, what? I said Sergio, right? I I I wasn't paying that close attention to be yeah, honest. Sergio. <laughs> sure. That's a that's a male name, right? I would think so. Yes. Well, this uh, information is listed as female. Okay. Interesting. So that's my bad. I thought it was a male because of that first name sounded like it. Um, I, 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 a Gotham TV show. And, of course, Backcast. Huh. So does it get the Andrew seal of approval of as the as a real person i yeah it it sounds like a real person the i think next week you got to look at thing. the same profile that i'm looking at so you'd have to make the decision too yeah i'd have to actually week. like look at this stuff but yeah so you either way real. send me a message prove you're real one best podcast yep. at gmail.com uh, and now we move into Andrew's second favorite segment of the show and the analytics. Has anything moved over 50 is the real question. We're about to find out. Well, we had 13 plays from our last week episode. Okay. Okay. Our, the week before that bumped up to 23 and then 23 again. And then 23 again. So at least we're being consistent. So I don't know. I'm, I'm beginning episode, to question these analytics here. Yeah, I am too. Uh, nothing's over 50. But uh, Batcast Mystery of the Batwoman is at 49 now. And then Sub-Zero is at 47. I, I don't think these numbers are real. Yeah, I am beginning to suspect that they don't make any sense. Like, how we can't get a single one past 50, and then they get to 50, and they just stop 
they stop counting. Yeah. Unless they just don't count after 50. Yeah, or it just jumps in, like, groups of 15 or 50 or something like that after it hits 50. Like, so the next thing get, it would like actually... The next thing it'll jump to is 60, maybe? Maybe 60 or 75 or 100 or... I, I don't know. That would well, be my no, guess, like, but I don't know. There's no there's nothing here to, like like get a paid version of the site. So I was wondering maybe you need to pay for the real analytics. But there's nothing but, there's nothing on here to to like get know. the premium version or anything like that. Like hmm. um um when I used to be on not Audacity, the other uh do you remember the old podcast I used to have po- used to be on? Potomatic. Potomatic, Potomatic, yeah. Potomatic would give me the numbers. Hmm. This one doesn't seem like it does. But you can finish setting up your account and oh, you can set it up with Anchor. Huh. I'll look into that when I'm done. So yeah, not much, uh, not much movement on the on the listens because I don't know if those numbers are even real. I don't know if anyone's actually listening to the show. It could be two, yeah. three people. Please, somebody out there, prove that there's somebody listening. Like, <laughs> yeah. send us a message. We we are so, getting likes though, so unless people are just randomly liking our page, which I feel like it's more, um, that's more believable than listening to the show. <laughs> Mm, it's possible. With that, should we get into Batcast? Yes, let's jump into the show. Beware. <laughs> Beware. Is this the last week we're going to be using that as our theme? Unfortunately, I feel like it'd be awkward if we kept using it. Would it be? It, it's. I, I. I think I might keep it as our outro. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would we replace it? Are we just gonna go to the Tim, the Tim Burton theme, or the um, I, Danny Elfman Batman theme? Yeah, I, I'll probably just. Yeah, I don't know. I'll. I'll. I'll probably continue to mess with the intro, but I think I'm gonna keep it as the outro just because I like it. I. If this is a democracy, I vote that we keep it until something better comes up. So that's my vote. Okay. Okay. And my vote counts as two. So unless you got another vote, I think I'm the majority here. Grant, and, you are the editor, so you kind of get the As the editor, I have overruling power over everything at this point. I could just like cut your entire audio track out of the file if I wanted and just talk to air. <laughs> I don't actually but, have that power. That would be a lot of work. But I'm the one who uploads the show, so I guess that makes me the producer. Ooh, sound sound point. This whole balance of power yeah. thing, I don't know if I approve. We need a dictatorship. Yeah, yeah we almost we almost have a uh, a perfect run Congress in this podcast. <laughs> And none of the positions were filled by elected, by elections. Speaking of election, um, you know, Trump had a uh, 45-minute speech today about the election being a fraud. 
just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. <laughs> I no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Let's we're, we're not we're not going into politics section of this. No, podcast. no, I'm not talking. talking I'm not Batman. talking politics. I was just saying he did have a 45 minute speech today. That was all so I want to comment on. That it was a speech that went literally for 45 minutes. Do you know who also had a speech? Who Harvey Dent? He did. He did have a speech. <laughs> I don't think he did. Did he have a speech? Yes, he yes, did. That's, he, that's how he opened up the show. That's when Bruce got shot. <laughs> well, what a way to ruin the ending of the speech. That was the first episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ending of the speech. Oh, God. So, in this episode, Harvey Dent uh, gives little less than a 45-minute speech. And then uh, Batman shows up and shoots and murders Bruce Wayne. And then that's how the show ends. So let's move on. That's how the show ends. That's the entire uh, podcast right there. That's just, that was the <laughs> final three episodes. <laughs> but yes, that no, was, that was, that was a good scene though. I actually, so he was like, yeah, cause Bruce was, he was up there giving a speech or doing whatever, like saying, Oh, Harvey's great. And then that man was, <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like, sat down. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what that noise was, but that is that would have never been my guess. <laughs> I sat in my chair. I didn't know that was going to pick up on the podcast. It sounded like a bucket of water just got dumped on the microphone. <laughs> amazing all right continue sorry um, yeah so <laughs> yeah so then he's he's bruises talking on stage and then it looks exactly like batman just starts walking through the crowd and shoving his way through the crowd and then just decks um jim gordon jim gordon just knocks him out cold and then she's like batman what are you doing here and then he just pulls two guns out of his cape and just starts shooting at the thing and just shoots. He shoots Bruce and knocks him backwards into the into the water. Then Harvey Dent continues his speech, saying that this is why we need gun control. As his first power of mayor, he's going to be an advocate of gun control. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. But yeah, no, Batman, and then Katana. <laughs> Jumped in. I, I just thought it was good. Katana jumped in and fought him a little bit and got her ass handed to her. And then just Bat, he just did the typical Batman thing where he just disappeared. Yeah, he does that. I just I appreciate that. Even fake Batman knows how to properly disappear. Now, we were talking uh, before the show and you were wondering why Batman would just randomly have guns and not have his batarangs or something like that. Fake Batman we're talking about. Yes, and I. So my reason is, or my thing is that as we do find out that this is actually Slade being Batman, um, that he wants people. He wants. I. He wants. It's kind of hard to explain. Like, 
he he's trying to frame Batman, but he really doesn't care if people really believe it or not. So he's not really framing Batman. He's just fucking with him at that point. But like, he wants someone to believe that this isn't Batman. This is somebody else. Like he wants it to like almost like he can't help himself because Batman obviously doesn't use guns. So that's why I feel like he used guns because he knows Batman wouldn't use guns. See, but it it just annoyed me a little bit because like even like, so even as like Deathstroke, when he's fighting, what does he use? He uses a sword and throwing knives. (laughs) Like his natural weapons aren't even guns. I know that's why he chose it because for him, it's like he wanted to use the weapon that Batman would never use. I should have just used a flamethrower. <laughs> he just show, shows up with a, and I don't think he was trying to kill Bruce in that moment either. No, he definitely wasn't because like he is a professional assassin yeah, and he, he had a clear he had a clear shot there. If he wanted to kill him, he would have killed him. He just wanted him injured. He wanted him close to it death, but not dead. Yeah, it, it was, was a message. message. Yeah, he's fucking with him. Mm-hmm. It's all a game. To send Batman on a wild goose hunt to try to find out who's who uh who bat who mis- um, mysterious Batman, mysterious Batman, imposter. God, I can't even talk tonight. Imposter Batman, who he is to find, to send him on a second uh, wild goose chase. It's, it's kind of amazing how this turns out. I do like how Batman shows back up in the bat cave. I think what, like an, almost a full day later, <laughs> he was just <laughs> tired. <laughs> and Alfred knew he was alive because he's like, he's, he's in top physical condition. He'll be fine. Yeah, was it he swam like two miles to get to the Batcave? Uh huh. And he was like, he had like hypothermia and everything like that. And he's like, and he's just like, yeah, I, I want, I just wanted him to think he succeeded and killed me. It's like Jesus Christ, just committing to the role, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, so yeah, they because at the time yeah, they, he didn't know who shot him. Yeah, so he wanted to. Yeah, he said he wanted to be de- leave him dead, so then he's comfortable making his next move. So now, once again, you have the task force and the police working together, trying to track down Batman. Mm-hmm. With Harvey Dent being the one in charge of it, with uh, anarchy in his corner. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old anarchy. He's, I don't even know if Anarchy is a normal villain. Like, I I feel like he's made up for the show. Yeah, he's definitely just, yeah. At least this version of him. Mm -hmm. But this is a, this is a great character. He's like, I think he's equivalent to like their Joker pretty much. Yep, pretty much. He's just the master. He's, he is just the manipulator. He's not yeah, the direct the, threat. He's just him pulling the strings is the direct threat. Uh-huh. But he can handle himself pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he fights pretty good. Yep. 
So it's, it's just quite interesting. He's one of the most interesting characters of the show. But anyways, Dent gives his Dent gives a speech where they're going to track down Batman. Him and Gordon are now working together. Uh, Batman still continues to investigate as Batman. You would think that maybe he wouldn't dress as Batman and maybe dress as something different. Mm-hmm. Just to not have everyone looking for him. But a bunch of shit happens and then he uh, gets what? He sets something up and then he gets trapped in like what a museum or something like that or some type of it was the uh he went to go because the because like fake batman attacked his funeral with the same gun humpty dumpty which was kept at the armory and the only two people that had access to the take stuff out of the armory is harvey dent and his whatever his head of security dude head of the task force guy is i can't think of his name who is actually friends with Bruce Wayne. Slade Wilson. Fuck it. That's what it is. Yeah, it's because it's Slade Wilson, who's also that guy, who's also Deathstroke, who's also whoever the fuck else he is. I don't know. He's like 20 people in the show. Yeah, I like how they do that. But I was waiting for, I was, I was almost waiting for at the very end, for like anarchy to like take his hood off and he was also Deathstroke and he was also Slade Wilson this entire time <laughs> and it just turns out he was another person and I'm just like I was almost I was almost expecting that to just anarchy to be like another alter ego of him which would have made no sense because they were both in the same place at the same time several scenes but I was just waiting for some ridiculous thing to happen like that right but anyways, yeah, he went into the armory, he fought other dude, and there was a big explosion, and Harvey Dent got burned on half his hey, face. I, I called it. I said that I feel like the season would end with Two-Face. Like, that was my prediction, that, um, that we will see Two-Face, and... I thought it was going to be like the last episode or the mid-season finale, but uh, well, no, he wasn't even in the first half of the season. He was in the second half. But oh, yeah, that was because like in the the last time we saw him, he was like walking away and he was starting to unwrap his bandages, and I'm like, oh man, they're not going to reveal. I I thought there was going to be a full two-face reveal, but then they never actually showed it. I wonder if they weren't allowed to. No, I feel I'm, like it was gonna be. I feel like it was gonna be a big second season thing. I feel like Two Face was probably gonna be a big villain in the second season. Okay, so a lot of times when they do these shows, they have some type of like agreement with Warner Brothers that the, sometimes Warner Brothers won't let them use certain characters because either they're using them in live action film or whatever, and. This film came out in 2011, or this show came out, actually I think it came out in 2014 or something like that. So all the, all the Nolan films should have been done by then, so the character should have had fair game. But yeah, maybe Warner like, Bros. They dubbed him Anarchy, even called him 
Ah, so you're like Two Face now, Two Faces now, or something like that. He even called him Two Face, huh. and like he even called him Two Face at one point. So he orig- he even dubbed him Two Face. So it's so not like they're going like sidestep it because I feel like could, that was that well, was going to be their the big reveal. Thing. But the reveal shouldn't have been done in the second season. The reveal should have been now to want us to want to watch the second season. I don't know. See, because they like left you hanging because they're, I feel like the second season could have easily opened with Two-Face doing some crime or something like that and confronting Batman and doing like some sort of thing like that. I feel like that could have been the premiere, the way they left everything. Two-Face could have been the premiere of the second season and it would have been a nice, strong first episode. So you want to know how I would have ended this this season? We're jumping around today, guys. So you just kind of have to bear yeah, with. Yeah, it's it was it was a three parter episode. So we're just it's gonna we're gonna be it's it is what it is. It's all one big story thing. How would you have you ended? Want, it? I would have ended it the you know the way they would have done it. That's fine. Uh, I, I have my issues with that, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, then you cut like how Batman and Man Dude Bat and uh, Metamorpho or Meta Metamuffo, whatever his name is, and like they're all like sitting there and Batman says we are a team, blah blah blah, and then they cut like the series is over, but then they they'll meanwhile kind of thing, and Two Face is taking off the bandages, and then you then you see him, and then maybe he does like some kind of monotic my monotic laugh or. Uh, you know, says some type of court, uh, a line that I obviously should have written before I said this, but like says something that's kind of clever or something like that. And then the season ends kind of like how they do like in the movies in general, where they'll cut to a, like a teaser or something like that. Isn't that exactly what they did though? He didn't take the bandages off. They did it with the anarchy though. Anarchy did that. Yeah. Anarchy was playing the chessboard. That's yeah, the and they show they show the thing, and he goes, "Well played," or whatever. And goes, "Shall we play another game?" So they're just like, so he's setting up. They're he's going to start all over again, and it's going to continue to do his crazy things. Yeah, I know, but I said they should have done it with Two Face. Yeah, I don't know. But like, anarchy, instead of doing already, the an- anarchy, even though the anarchy thing, I do, I do like the anarchy thing, but mm-hmm. it, but Two Face should have been the. The focal point of it. Yeah, I feel like they should have included something with Two Face in there because. But, in, but instead, know. we get we get pretty much nothing with Two Face, and there's no second season. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. It really is sad. It's depressing. See, and it's just like. I'm not saying this show was like perfect or great or like, or like it's not, this was not a world shattering show, but like, like a lot of shows it, and and this show was doing something different. It was off on its own. It was trying to do something different. It was breaking new ground with some things. It was and when you have a new shows like that, it always, it's, they've got growing pains. They've always got a little bit of adjustment period before they hit their stride. And I feel like the way everything was going, I feel like the second season of the show 
would have been ten times better than the first. I agree. Because I you would like have had Two Face, you still would have had um, Anarchy. Anarchy would have probably been the maybe the main villain of the second season. Maybe Batman's actually going to try to get him this time. Yeah, because like I they like this first season was great. They established they established a good enough foundation that they had room to build. And which they need you needed to do in a new show like this. You needed especially changing Batman and changing Alfred and changing how the whole dynamic works and everything like that. They needed to build a solid foundation for this show. And the second season, that's when they would really been able to play with it. And they would have been really be able to do fun, interesting things and go and do all these villains and all this crazy stuff because they have their foundation built. They wouldn't have to waste time building up the foundation like they did in this show in the first season. So uh, I wouldn't be so, I don't know if I'd be so crazy about seeing Langstrom and, uh, and Metamorpho as normal characters that live in the Batcave. I don't know if I'd be okay with that, but like, like um, that was more of a, I feel like that was more of a, we call them if we need them kind of thing. I maybe it, it kind of had the sense that that was going to be like the new Bat family. I don't know about that. I didn't. Speaking of which, did anybody even like Alfred's literally in the Bat Cave as Alfred, and none of the people, no one made the connection. Like Barbara didn't, because um, she doesn't know who Batman is. Um, none of the the people that were in that Bat Cave did they ever make the connection that. Bruce Wayne is literally, or um, Alfred is just hanging out in Batman's Batcave. <laughs> I I feel like I I don't I don't know. Katana is literally Batman's friend slash bodyguard slash whatever she is that's always around Bruce Wayne, and she's just wearing a tiny little mask, and nobody questions it. Well, at least she's wearing a mask. But I mean, like, but I think Katana, uh, Katana could believably be Bruce's bodyguard and work with Batman. Mm-hmm. Like I that, don't know, maybe that to a, me is believable because of her but, background and everything. That maybe Batman is dead, obviously, so it couldn't possibly be Bruce Wayne because he was dead. But why is Alfred there? Because reasons, maybe he's Batman's butler and and Bruce Wayne's butler. <laughs> I don't. Well, Langstrom. Yes. Remember, originally Langstrom said like when the, when Alfred came down in one of the later episodes, and Langstrom was on the table, and he saw um <laughs> when he saw Alfred in a mask and everything, he's like, "Who is he? Your butler." <laughs> Now we see him without the mask. Unless maybe Langstrom doesn't even know who Alfred is, and that doesn't matter. I guess it's possible, yeah. I I don't know. I guess I considering feel, they're kind of on his side, it doesn't really matter because they're like No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's why I kinda would have liked just, yeah. I would have liked him to almost even do a reveal to them at that point. Yeah. Because at that point it doesn't yeah. really matter. Exactly. I don't know. So let's talk about the ending because I think that's the most, uh, the weakest part of this. So mm-hmm. 
I have a major issue with this ending. Um, not, not the way it ended because that part I not not too that part I'm fine with, but the big um, lazy writing at the end. So Slade says he's going to turn Batman in because he knows Batman won't kill him. So wh- there's nothing you can do to stop me from blurting out, you know, everything like that. So then Alfred comes up with the idea to have Langstrom and Metamorpho erase his mind. I just feel like that is so, that's such a cop out. Yeah, it's very much because it's like, oh, I just happen to know a chemical. And so then Metamorpho is just like, all right, I can make anything. So I'm just going to memory wipe. Like, doesn't even make my, sense to begin with. And my and then, thing like, is like, why not just do that to every villain they've ever come across? If they could just easily do that, then see, there'd, be no, the, there'd be no criminals. See, the problem... You could just erase their minds. Okay. To answer that question, I have to remind you of Magpie. Yeah. Who was a, who was a criminal that they tried to wipe the memory of to make them not a criminal. And it drove her insane and turned her into a crazier criminal. But that's their, that's their medicine. This is Langstrom's medicine. It's just so my, his it's medicine. Just, all they did was his erase medicine her mind. probably works. Right. But the, it's, but it's Slade yeah, didn't even know where he was. Point. Like they, they erased a lot on Slade. Slade didn't know who he was. He didn't know, or he didn't know where he was. He didn't know where, um, who these people were. I don't even think he recognized Batman. Yeah, I. That was the other question too. Is like, how much did they erase off of him? Yeah, I would have much preferred it where he says that I'm going to tell everyone your secret. Blah blah blah. I know this. I know that. And maybe he doesn't do it because he does have a little bit of respect because he was defeated in battle. So maybe he doesn't do it because he does have a because Slade's always had a little bit of honor. Maybe he'll uh-huh. honor it like he was defeated, but next time he'll get his revenge type of thing. But he's not going to reveal that because it's something. It seems very uncharacteristic of something for Slade to do. Like even we we can compare Slade with a different Slade because we've seen Slade done numerous times. Let's go to Errol for example, where Slade was in that show. Did Slade tell everyone that Oliver was the Green Arrow? No. He didn't tell anybody. And yeah. why was that? He knew. Mm-hmm. Not like he didn't know. He knew. But why didn't he just blurt it out to the entire city? Exactly. Why not turn him into the police co- commissioner? Or the, yeah. the, the police captain that was gunning for Oliver's head the entire season? You know what they could have also done? Just thinking here. So let's say they had did they did turn Slade in. And he was like in the police station. And you could almost have anarchy kind of like show up. And like either just talk to him or just like also just like kidnap him where he disappears. And you're just like, okay, what the hell just happened? 
And so, like, you don't quite know where he went. I don't know. That would have been kind of interesting. Or even, like, a scene where Slade and him are talking, and Slade says says to Anarchy that I have some information that you might want to know. And I know who Batman is. And he's about to tell him, and Anarchy's like, no, 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 don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was, something along those. Yeah, that'd be interesting, but that's too. I feel like isn't that like copying a Joker scene almost directly? No, because Joker, um, Joker would shoot you if you told him who Batman was. <laughs> hmm. He doesn't want to know, though he does find out in Batman Beyond. I don't know. I just feel like yeah, like there there was. There was ways to write around that that was less magic, I guess. I, I just feel, feel like, like there's just, ten like, there's magic. ten I feel like there was ten ways you could have wrote that. That would have been better than the way they did it. Mm-hmm. And if I can come up with I well, we came up with about four right now without really brainstorming it. And that was with, and do you know what the easiest solution would have been? The easiest solution would have been for him to just not make that threat and then not mention it and just let him go and just assume, oh, he didn't tell anyone because he's honorable kind of thing. They made it an issue because he made that threat like, oh, I'll let everyone know. If they just what didn't give been? him that line, then they would have never. it would have never been an issue that we have to work around. Well, I feel like the reason he said that was to have Batman let him go. I think that for him to say that, it would have been a leveraging thing to say, does Batman care more about his identity being revealed to the public or stopping a terrorist? And almost make him make the call. Because it's something that Slade would do, would be to, to test Batman, be like, all right, well, if you turn me in, I'm going to tell everybody. But if you let me go, I won't. Now, what's more important, this or that type of thing? And frankly, do you know, if he, if, if he so at this point in time, they turn him in and they're like, Batman's Bruce Wayne. Do you know what all the cops would say? Bruce Wayne's dead. Bruce Wayne's him. dead. We, his funeral was the other day. You shot it up. You should know this. Like, he would just, that all he would really force him to do was force Bruce Wayne to stay dead. Uh huh. Which would be unfortunate, but I feel like he could work around that. But I, I don't know. Right. It's just, it's, it's interesting to me. It's just like, I don't know. They're, and what then they, you okay, had, So even if... So let's say they... Okay, so theoretically, let's say they did that. And, like, nobody believes him because they say Bruce Wayne is dead. And then you just... In the second season, you just have him, like... That'd be one of the background issues that they have to deal with half, like, through partway through the season or something like that. It's just dealing with the fact that Bruce Wayne is dead. And they're trying to find a way where to do things where Bruce Wayne is technically dead and then they end up 
he ends up being revealed that he wasn't dead or something like that. That could have been a whole like uh, like background issue that they could have had to figure out and like one of those underlying story things that would have been interesting. Yeah, there's a lot there that could have been explored. It's just like I said, it's unfortunate that we won't we won't be able to explore any of it. I know. Because I don't think this show's ever coming back for a reboot. No. It was interesting. So I, I had a realization as I was watching the last episode. So Batman Beyond, just like aesthetically, they look like similar Batmans. Yeah. I was looking at that and I'm like, huh, they're kind of a... Like it almost, like Batman Beyond almost feels like it was maybe inspired a little bit by this show or at least they like looked at this show when they did Batman Beyond other way around really this was after Batman Beyond way after Batman Beyond was 1999 oh okay uh this so show I... was 2014 that we just did Beware the Batman 2013 I think is this show this new? Yeah. Oh, I thought this show was way older than that. No. It's like 2013. Man, my timeline's all messed up. That's why I was so surprised on how good it was, because there really hasn't been a good animated show pretty much since the... When did the, ori- when did the original series end? The animated series? Yeah. 93? So you're 94. saying there's been, it was borderline like a 20, 20 year gap here. Between the two between shows, yeah. That show and this show, and people still threw a fit about how this show sucked compared to that one? Yeah. What is wrong with people? It's literally 20 years later. I thought this yeah. came like, I thought this was like within five years of the original series ending. No, so the original series started, I think, in ninety one. It, it aired from it aired ninety one, ninety two, and ninety three. Then it was off a of TV until ninety nine. It came back in ninety nine, and aired with Superman the animated series. So they called it the the Batman Superman Adventures, but they never had any crossover episodes except I think for one, and mm-hmm. they um. So then they reanimated it, and it it lasted for one year. And then Batman Beyond started in 2000. Oh, no, it was 99 also in the same year, I want to say. And they Batman Beyond lasted a couple of seasons. And then they were doing Justice League, I think, in 2001. And they pulled ev- everyone that was working on Batman Beyond to Justice League. Because they wanted to have everyone on deck for that show. So they canceled Batman Beyond so they could uh, do Justice League. And then Justice League ran for four years. I think 2001 to 2005. And then there was a big break in the end. I think that was it. As far as the Timverse. And then I think Young Justice started, I think, in 2011 or 2012. Because Young Justice 
Young Justice was canceled, and this show was supposed to replace Young Justice, and that's, that's why people were pissed. Because uh, if you read all the comments, they would all they all say they canceled Young Justice for this piece of shit show. People were more angry about Young Justice being canceled than this show. So because this took the Young Justice time slot, people rebelled against this show. So I don't think it was people disliking the show for, for merit reasons. It was because it was replacing another show. So they automatically hated it. It's the same, it's the same reason why people hate Teen Titans Go. They don't hate Teen Titans Go because it's an awful show. They hate it because it replaced Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans show. I really don't understand why they did that, but that's a separate conversation. Oh, the Teen Titans shit? Yeah. I, I could tell you why. They wanted to make it more... It, it was just because the the times are changing. They Teen Titans was a show that was kind of blurred the lines between kind of for older kids and younger kids could enjoy it too. But maybe mm-hmm. they felt that they wanted... The, the network itself was eliminating shows like that. That's why, you know, that's why you don't see Young Justice. You don't see Justice League. You don't see the, the adult, the more adult shows. They wanted to be more kid, kid, kids. So I, maybe parents were complaining that they couldn't have their seven-year-old watch TV without supervision. And they felt like Cartoon Network should have all shows for seven-year-olds. Mm. I don't know, because like I liked the original Teen Titans, and then all of a sudden, it was okay. I, I mean, saw, I wasn't crazy about it, but it was okay. Like I didn't watch it religiously, but like when it was on, like I would watch episodes and I'd be like, "Oh, this is interesting," or like "This is cool," whatever. But then, like at some point, I'm like, "Oh, Teen Titans," and I clicked on it, and I was watching it. And I'm like, "It," was, but it was Teen Titans Go, and I'm like, "What the hell happened?" Like it was just, it was a shock, and it just, I'm like, "Why is it?" Like this, whatever, and I just, it just seems stupid. That's how I feel yeah. about Justice League Action, because Justice League Action, I think it's done now, but they mm-hmm. brought back. I just remember reading online and all this kind of stuff, and I saw a trailer, and they said, I remember reading an article, and they said that uh, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, Andrea Romano, who is the voice actor of all these shows. Not the voice actor, the voice coach. She's the voice director. So anytime mm-hmm. you see her name in something, it's, I mean, she's, she's done so much. You'd be surprised what she's connected to because she did The Simpsons too. So she's like connected to every, anything that has like really good voice work or good voice acting, she's a part of it. So, anyways, Andrea Romano and, um, all the, and then they said Bruce Tim's coming back. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to, they're bringing back the fucking Justice League. So I saw Tim Daly's name in there, and I saw the the voice actor who played um, Flash and all the because I recognized the names and even the same Lex Luthor. And I'm like, holy shit, what the hell are they bringing back? Because they said, stay tuned to find out. And then a couple, but a couple months later, they said they're launching a new show called Justice League Action. And I was like, hell fucking yeah, we're getting another Justice League show. I was so excited. I'm like. Bruce Timm's going to be in charge of this. There's no way this show's going to be bad. This is going to be a great show. Justice League's coming back. 
And then I found out that it was a Justice League for more younger kids. And it was going to focus on the action part of the show and not as much as the what made Justice League great, the story. Yeah. What made the original Justice League show so amazing was their their way their weight of storytelling, the way they told stories, and how they didn't treat the audience like children. They treated them like adults, and that's what made the mm-hmm. show so good. It was so ahead of its time, though. And that's what I feel like Beware the Batman is. Like, it's definitely a show for... It definitely has an older audience vibe, but I wouldn't say it's for adults. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not for, like, grown adults. I think it's for, like, you know, the, your 13, 14-year-old kid who can... Yeah, who can understand this? If this show existed when I was a kid, I this would have been my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, it's just it's just so disappointing. Like if, if people really gave had given this show a chance, it could have done really well. It could have gone places. It could have this show could have done so much. This could have spawned off a live action series because. It definitely had that live action vibe to it, didn't it? It had an arrow vibe to it. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I mean, maybe not as like arrow sometimes feels like a live action cartoon, but like but in a good but not in a good way, where this had it felt it in a good way. Yeah, like this show, if you had taken this show and you remade it in live action i still like you'd have to rework some but i feel like it would work it would totally work they didn't like they don't have anything like off the wall or crazy like that's what i kind of liked about this show is everything they did was pretty well grounded like Uh uh-huh it was all except for metamorpho magic mind erasing um it was all pretty grounded and made sense and was well written and like that's the beauty if, if you have something that's well written you could you could do that you could literally you could turn if a cartoon was well written you could probably turn it into live action and this was this show was well written enough that i feel like it could transition to a live action and it would have been amazing i do, I do feel like this show was inspired by arrow though like, I feel like they got a lot of their, uh, the way how Arrow does their storytelling is very similar to how this show did it. The stories weren't the same, but the, the storytelling style was really similar. It almost, mm-hmm. I almost felt like I was watching Arrow. Like, it really, it really felt like it. Because the continuing story, the, one, the one-off episodes, and then coming back to that story, that's how Arrow did it. Mm-hmm. It's it's it. That's a good formula too. It's a well it's a well laid out formula that works really well because you get your you get your action you get your it's it just everything's balanced. It's balanced really well. It's a solid formula for a show. Yeah, I just felt like this was it was very well done. I mean, that's the it just sucks. It's it's over. Like it's it's not coming back. 
And the yeah. only way it does come back is, is live action at this point. And I don't think that's going to happen. No. And it See, was, and they, they didn't have any big name voice actors other than uh, the guy who played Red Foreman in that 70s show. Mm-hmm. Perfect Jim Gordon. They casted that perfectly. I want to say Andrea Romano was the voice uh, coach in this show, too. Mm. The voice director. I thought I saw her name in the credits. But I could be wrong. I thought that the guy they got to voice Batman was was very good. And I know they wanted a Kevin Conroy-style Batman, but they paid significantly less money for this other guy, and he did just as good of a job yeah i i liked i liked it like of all the all the characters in the show there wasn't any voice actor where i was like that doesn't seem right like everyone's voice fit correctly killer croc seemed a little off but i i i it grew on me after a little bit i don't know i i i liked i liked his voice i liked his thing whatever as a character he was strange and was used very oddly. Yeah. But I, I don't know. That's a. I feel like they would have if if they. I feel like again that was something that they probably could have used him better in the next season. I think the guy that played uh, Humpty Dumpty is the same guy who plays. Uh, is it named Carl from um, Jimmy Neutron? I'm not sure off the top of my Did head. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, I think I I think I know who you're talking about, but I the, I don't know. The fat the them. fat kid with glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I don't remember I don't remember his voice in that show, so I'm not oh, sure. Oh, it's identical. That's okay. the first person that came to my mind when I heard Humpty Dumpty. Hmm. Okay. And I mean everything everything. Did you notice? Did you finally notice the anarchy music, by the way? They played it again. I didn't, actually. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't. I thought about it at one point, but I, I never, I still didn't pick it up. I don't know. I just, they, I just don't. It just blends. They usually Everything only blends play, they, they'll only play it if he comes into a room and he's not supposed to be in that room, like, uh, like a scene that he's not supposed to be in, they'll play that music usually before he comes in the scene. And they did it at the end of the show when he was playing chess. I see. They played, that was the, that's the song you're listening for. Hmm. So, few other uh, problems I had with this specific uh, three-parter. Um, so part two ends on a cliffhanger where Katana gets thrown out of an airplane. And then they open up the episode and she's just getting up. I thought that was weak, too, as far as writing. Because they made such a... It wouldn't have bothered me if it was kind of a whatever throwaway scene. But they ended an episode on it like Batman. Batman was being prevented from saving her. And then she wasn't saved, but she just like landed on her 
pillow back. I don't know. Maybe her suit is full of this weird armor that can withstand a thousand foot drop. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it was it was so awkward. Like, I generally the episode started when and she was just waking up, and I'm just like, wait, what? Did I miss something? Like, how was she, how was she alive? Like, the whole right. like she was falling from like so like uh, so high up in the air like the whole thing was it was like she was falling to her death and deathstroke wasn't letting batman save her that was the whole weight of that scene and then she falls and then they crash and the helicopter explodes and then the next episode starts with katana getting up fine batman getting up fine deathstroke's fine everyone's just fine it was like what what Wait, what? What just happened? Like, they make like, durable helicopters, man. Like so, everyone was just like, nope, nothing, nothing to see here. Let's just continue on. In comparison, in my job, I'm in a uh, a stock picker that goes forty feet in the air. What do you think happens if I fall out of that lift? Let's just say I don't. I'm not harnessed in, which I'd get fired for. Well, let's just say I fall out of that lift. What do you think happens to me from 40 feet? Um, yeah, you're definitely not waking up in a couple probably minutes. Probably dead. Fine. Probably dead. Yeah, you, you're not getting up from that one. Katana. And granted, Katana is in much better physical condition than I am. But she falls from what? Would you say I, it's probably, th- I would have probably at least like, a couple hundred feet? I would have called it like, yeah, I would have probably said like five, six stories, maybe. Right. Is kind of what it's felt like. So she falls significant. So at least a double for my fall that I have. I, I did not fall for the record, but I'm just saying she's falling at least double. And yeah. she's landing on something. So I'd land on concrete. She probably landed on concrete. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, pretty sure that that building was just made of concrete. <laughs> Right, so she falls on concrete um, from at least double my distance while kind of unconscious on the way down. She's knocked out falling down, so it's not like she can brace her fall. There's no way she should be surviving that or just getting up like she just got sucker punched because she's acting like she she just took a stone cold stunner. I've actually seen people sell a stunner better than that fall. Do you know what it would? Do you know what would have been great? Because I know we talked about this, like so, like Metamorpho was there and the Bat Guy was there. Like they were very maybe one of them used. saved them. Yeah, maybe one of them like showed up and they, like they caught her or something like that because they yeah, saw everything. Could have caught her. Yeah, they, everything was like going to hell and they like noticed it and they came to help and like he caught her and stopped that or something like that and like. Even if they both showed up and then Metamorpho like did something with the helicopter so they survived the helicopter. Yeah. Like then you they would have been characters. there. You had two characters where you could have wrote a believable cop out. Mm-hmm. And we would have been fine with it. Actually, we would have liked it because we would have never seen it coming. Exactly. We would have never seen Man Bat coming back. It's been like I saw it all over the news. I felt like I had to do something. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I, and then like, maybe yeah. she, then then you can have kind of a funny joke where Metamorpho and Mambat are kind of standing next to each other, and she's like, "So, what are you guys now? Like friends? All of a sudden?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Just, yeah, that was. They could see, and then you would have got them in there. They would have done something actually useful, and then. That would have even have reduced the sting of them, like later on when they were like they like were barely used for the final bomb thing, or whatever. You'd have been like, okay, yeah, they were there because they saved their lives earlier, so this is just bonus help right now. So it, they would have got their usefulness in, and then they would have still been able to hang out and do the more menial tasks. But you would have been like, oh, it's okay, they were there because they saved their lives, and it would have actually like. But it gave them value to being there. Oh, that would have right. that little ditch. It would have it would have been so little. They would have just had to add like an extra like thirty seconds of them being yeah. there, and it could have it could have like inc- it helped the entire last episode so much. Like I we, yes. we talked about it earlier, it just it this this last episode was felt very weird and almost disjointed compared to the other episodes. Yeah. Like I almost feel like it almost feels like somebody went in back into the last episode and like rewrote it or changed it or like cut things or re-edited or something at some point, like maybe after the show was like announced that it was canceled. Because they were only like halfway through airing when they canceled it, correct? Something like that. They like canceled they, it before. They canceled it before the uh, the Rachel Ghoul storyline. Hmm. So like, I almost feel like they went back in and like messed with the finale for some reason because it's just. I think there were only eight episodes in when they canceled it. Yeah, because so like they had time then. Then they, they took it off TV. Yeah. They took it complete. They took it completely off TV because it used to be like I said. It used to be in the Young Justice time slot. And so they took it off TV, and then they brought it back uh, to finish it up. Finish it up bearing. I don't know. Yeah, just the, the last episode, it just feels like... It doesn't. It feels disjointed. Like, it doesn't feel right compared to everything else. Like, all the episodes, like, the story flowed. It was smooth. Like, there were small issues here and there. But it all kind of makes sense. But for some reason, this last episode, just, like was just Swiss cheese. I don't know I don't know what happened with it. It just it just didn't seem right. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what caused it. I think um they rushed it. I honestly I think it has some I bet you it's the network like the or the the producer or whatever like Somebody, they probably had an idea of what they wanted to do, but it wasn't finished. And they, so they let this, up, like, third party, like, finish it up, and then maybe that went was, in maybe, at the end. Maybe this last episode, maybe they were still in the process of animating this last episode when it got canceled and they killed the show. And they're like, yeah, just finish it up, stop wasting time on it. And they just, like, rushed the last episode and just, like, wrap it up, finish it up now. And that's why they and it just they just wrapped it up real quick with what they had done, because they're like, no, we're not dumping any more money into the show. It's canceled. Maybe something along those lines. It just it really fe- I don't know. It just really feels awkward. 
I just I just don't know what happened in the last episode. It's kind of disappointing. You have this amazing story this entire time, and it just ends on almost a stumble. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think they had plans on Two-Face for next season, Anarchy, obviously, and then probably some new characters. Maybe Pick and Toad come back for another episode because those guys are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Which I was kind of hoping they were going to drive by when uh, Mambat showed up and they, hey, look, I found another Mambat. And then they just drive away. I thought that would have been awesome. Just random. Random drive-by comment. <laughs> drive-by comment. Can't do that in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, so we'll talk about uh, reasons why people dislike this show. And I think we touched upon it already. I, I honestly think people disliked it because it was replacing Young Justice. I just I just feel like people... People didn't want to give it a chance. It never got a chance. Exactly. Like, people didn't They didn't want to give it a chance. They just instantly hated it without watching it, without appreciating it. Like, they just, uh, everyone just jumped on the bandwagon and was like, nope, it's garbage. I hate it. And it just, it never, it never got its time. Because I like, like I said, like if it got a second season, it could. I feel like it could have gone places. This show could have done so much. Uh, this show had so much promise. And you didn't. Even, and you didn't even know this show existed. Nope, I'd never heard of it before. Not that I'm an expert on all Batman shows, but. <laughs> I've at least heard I, the names or seen the names flipping through channels or stuff like that. Like, but this one, this one, I've never even heard mentioned before. So this got eighty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that good? I I don't know how Rotten Tomatoes oh, works. Okay, oh, I thought you did. Okay, uh, seven point three on IB, IMBD and a seven point five on IGN. So it seemed like it did okay. Like it was an so okay. Rel- yeah, relatively speaking, yeah, it sounds like it, it reviewed well. Like I, it, yeah. that's not like blockbuster thing, whatever. But it's not like a three or a four. Like seven is passing. And I'm looking at the star rating, and pe- the people that did written reviews, nobody gave it less than a five star. Yeah, because I feel like the people who gave it a chance and actually watched the show. Yeah, they're gonna like it. Yeah, because there's so much. There may be there may be problems here and there, but there's a lot to like in this show. Yeah, this guy said the only thing I disliked about this show was it it ended. I really want a season two. Mm-hmm. Can you see? This show, are, are these? This show how is amazing. Two Can months ago, six months ago. Okay. Recent. These are all recent. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. This show is amazing. And I like the theme song of this show. The theme, the theme song is heart-touching. Huh. 
I don't know why some people dislike this show because it was it's probably the best Batman show I've ever seen. It's probably I just it really seems like it just came out the wrong place, wrong time. No, that was a review. That was a review. I was just reading a review. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing TV show. It really differs from the mainstream Batman and excels at animation and story. So this person actually liked the animation. I guess it's all up to your uh, standards. Like if you don't like uh, if you don't like the animation, then that's that's just you don't like the animation. I actually, I was once, okay once you it. get once you get past that like. I'm going to say three episode barrier. I would say it's good. And it all looks good. It just, once you get through, there's just that initial awkwardness with it. And once you get past that initial awkwardness, it looks good and it works for the show. Like thinking back on it now, like I can't even like, cause I, in the beginning I struggled with it. I talked about how I struggled with it. Like now I'm looking back and I'm like, no, it looks really good. I can't think of anything wrong with the animation. It's weird. I just, I don't know. Like once you, once you get into it and like, it kind of like, it, it, it kind of makes, it blurs, it blurs a little bit and it just makes, it just looks all right for the, the story and the everything. It tells it all very well with this animation style. Yeah. I'm I'm reading these reviews and everybody likes it. Just about. It's just I I just I guess it's just it was just it, I think it just came out at a wrong time. If the show had released a couple years later, maybe it would have been fine. Yeah. The world wasn't ready for Beware the Batman. They certainly were not. I'm just looking at some of these voice actors, and I, I recognize some of these people. <laughs> Adam Baldwin played Metamorpho. Huh. huh. That's kind of cool. But, yeah, I mean, I, like we've been saying for like the last, it seems like the, forever now, um, this was overall, if I'm making my overall review of the show, I honestly think this, this is right on par with Batman the Animated Series. Now, I know some people might think I'm crazy for saying that, but I mean, like, um, it seems like an updated version. Like, if the animated series were to come back, this would be my expectations. I'd want a continuous story. I'd want a little bit more adult storytelling. And um, I want something real. It felt really grounded and really... It felt real. Like, mm-hmm. um, you felt for the characters. They're not... Batman wasn't perfect. He always didn't make the right decision. Where in the animated series, he always makes the right decision. He's almost robotic. 
And this yeah. one, he was, um, and this one, it, he just, you got he, to see him struggle. He was, it was questionable at times. He was walking mm-hmm. the abyss where all hope dies. Great line from the killing joke for the record. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, so I guess in ending, I guess that's because we're about done here. Next week we'll Batman eighty nine. Yeah, taking about talk about a harsh change in content. Yeah, and I gotta find a time to watch it because it's a long week for me. So <laughs> to figure that part out. But uh, next week, Wednesday, or this will probably be. Uh, this episode will probably be available sometime Thursday night. So you're probably listening to it Friday morning, hopefully, on your way to work. So happy Friday. Um, with that, <laughs> I'm Andrew Karachi alongside Andrew Quimby. And stay tuned for Batman 89 starring Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, right? Yes. 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 what I think it is? Batman. With a Batman. How pathetically redundant. Sorry, Batman, but we'd like our pet back. Mr. Toad, would you be so kind as to call him? Come here, boy. Who's the good man, Bat? <laughs>